Just a quick note, this is part two of our live stream from Oakland. If you haven't already listened to part one, you may want to go back and listen to that one first. It's episode 33, called Live from Oakland, part one. So this is part two. Enjoy. I'm Kieran. And I'm Eve. This is Kitchen Table Cult. Where two quiverful escapees talk about our experiences in the cultish underbelly of the religious right. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Hey guys, we are two shots of tequila in. We are in the same place together. We... At the same time. Oh my god. Live from Oakland on Saturday night. Uh, it won't be Saturday night when you're listening to this, but this happened in person, and like this is the first time that we've actually spent like more than a couple hours. Together. Right, right. The last few times have just been like in last and out. time. It was like literally ten minutes between a layover. <laughs> that was magic. That literally was magic. I got to SFO or was it Oakland? I don't remember. It was which SFO. One. Yeah, it was time. SFO, and I like Eve came out into like the baggage claim. And we met at the baggage claim. We hugged. We took a selfie, and then Eve went back into security, and I went back to Oakland. It was it was insane. magic. Oh my god! <laughs> I did. I was like, I don't know if this is actually my phone pan was out. about to die. It was like ridiculous. I have no idea how we made that yeah, happen. Yeah, but it was magic. And it it did. was magic. And then before that, it was right before I moved west. Yeah, yeah. we met up in, in Maine. Or was it DC? We met up in yeah, no, we met the, up in, in Richmond. Yes, we met up in Richmond. Yeah. And we had it was on your birthday. Yes, Mara was there. We were yes. at Ramey's bar. Yes, Justin, Justin and so Heidi and Debbie joined us. Yeah, yeah, we had like a little reunion right before I moved to the that West was Coast. So cute. It was wonderful. It was so yeah, good. Was I, it good. was so great. And, and then, we also like we met Carmen there. Carmen was oh there. God, Carmen Mara, was there. everyone was there. Aww, it was great. It was so good. Them. Yeah, I know. I love everyone. <laughs> um, and then, and then, uh, yeah. After before that, the first time we met in person was up in Maine. Yeah, May ex-husband yes. right before oh we split God. up. Yeah, it was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was weird. It was like oh, that's. And I was like, he who shall not be named. <laughs> Voldemort was there, and I was like, oh. <laughs> he is yeah. very private, and I want to respect no, that. That's legit. I just want to respect that. Yeah. So yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, that was also like very brief. Like I showed you my town that I lived in. We had donuts. And we had donuts. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're hanging out in the real times. Yeah. In the real space, and uh. We would like to talk to you about the things that you give up to honor the men in your life. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> there is a reason I have very short, very blue hair, is all I'm saying. It's an obstinate, defiant problem. It has nothing to do with interest and style. I mean, it maybe does. But it it's, does, but also, but like, also there's a lot of reasons. It's just kind of a fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... We have a Bible verse where... Oh, yeah. Let me pull up. Is this a, a, a good question from Twitter? Thanks, Emily. And she didn't actually direct this at us, but she was talking about this, and we thought it would be really interesting to cover. This is something that we have. This is a verse we have read before when we were talking about head coverings at one time. Mm-hmm. This is from the King James translation, so we got hold of these and vows and yeah. yeas, because I think it's really it? fun. Yeah, sure. 
You read the poem last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I praise you, brethren, that ye remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonoreth his head. But every woman that prayeth or prophesieth with her head uncovered, dishonoreth her head. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. Gasp! No shaved heads. Oh, what no, if you have lice? Do they even know how to treat lice? No, you just suffer in against. that day. You're just yeah, like, like they're constantly just scratching. Like, why? Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't know. What was the lice treatment <laughs> in biblical times? Do we know? Burning your skin. Yeah, that's not better. For the woman shall not be covered. Let her also be shorn. But if it be, I can just see this image of a sh- like someone like holding a woman's down, taking sheep shoes. Yeah, to yeah. Her. Okay, I think that's what he wanted to evoke. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But if it be a shame for a woman to be shorn or shaven, let her be covered. For a man indeed ought not to cover his head, for as much as he is the image and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of the man. We don't exist for God. Yeah. Yeah, Lest we forget. (laughs) (laughs) For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. This is always the one that gets me is like, because, because of, the of the angels. angels. I'm like, Why? what do they want to do? do they care? Do they want to rape me? I don't want to, I want to, I don't know, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. Something like that. I, I think like it, it goes back to the Nephilim thing where they wandered the earth and like had sex with women. And I think it's because it was like, stop tempting my angels. <laughs> yeah. With your loose hair that isn't hidden. Oh my I, God. Eve, my pearls. <laughs> <laughs> My purity. I just took my hair down and like shook it. Yeah. It's fine. Um, whereas the woman is of the man. Okay, da, 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 da. Uh, because of the angels. Judging yourselves, is it comely that a woman pray unto God uncovered? Flashes tits. Yeah, I know. <laughs> too. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? Have you seen lions? Right. Right. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given her for a covering. Right. But if any man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of God. So if you want to pick a fight with him, shut up up. and get out of the church. Yeah, you're not welcome here. Women have to have long hair and men have to have short hair. And as long as you have a moral disagreement about this, you're going to have to stay up. This is a salvation issue. my joke. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, as long as you have a moral problem about this, you have to stay off the worship team <laughs> until you repent. Yes, until you repent. When you repent and uh, cut your hair. Or grow it out if you're a woman. Depending. Is this still playing that song? It is, but oh, very shit. quietly. I'm so sorry, guys. It's okay, YouTube didn't pick it up. I don't think oh, the mic did either, because the okay, sound is not on that side. I really didn't realize it was still going. This okay. is the handy thing about directional mics. So, um, yeah, hair. hair. This is the longest I've had my hair since I got married. Uh, 
kind of feel weird about that, kind of liking it, kind of been long enough, but also, like, I used to have it, like, here. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. My hair used to be down to, like, the middle of my back. Yeah, I remember you that. see on YouTube. And then you cut it right before your wedding. You, like, cut it short. I was so... And it was still here. Yeah, no. So, like, yeah, I was trying to show my parents that I was angry with them by cutting my hair to my shoulders. Because that was scandalous. It was not at their shoulders. Well, no, it not by the time their, I got like, married. It was, yeah, it was longer because I hadn't cut it. But like, oh, is that the the team pack picture that you guys took? That was at, it was at your shoulders. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. It was like this back to the back. Yeah. Team packs. Yeah, but yeah, like we're trying after... to look like Alex and Brett Harris photo. <laughs> we did, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I saw the do that hard the other things day. picture. <laughs> Which hard things are they Which doing? Which hard things though? <laughs> so good. That joke is not going to get old. I'm not sorry. I am sorry, but also get used to it. Yeah, like it's just, it's just a thing, okay? Uh, yeah. If you if you were a teenager in 2006 and had a book called Do Hard Things and didn't know what that meant until you became an adult, you would also find it funny. And now this episode is called Do Hard Things yes. Because of the Angels. Yes, Do Hard Things Because of the Angels. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck human men because the angels are lusting after you. And I mean, really, if you could, like, fuck an angel and get angel powers, like, that's so much better. No, but my child would be a superhero, not me. Yeah, I guess that does suck. But, I, like, like, I also don't want to be like, okay, honey, yeah. here's your lunch. Yeah, no, that's true. Don't that would suck. There, don't get dead. Yeah. And then they would just be like, accidentally the school exploded when they sneezed. And you'd be like, my dude, cover your face when you sneeze. We talked about this. Burn your arm off before your classmates. Take OSHA. God. Anyway. Hair. So, hair. We were talking about hair. Um, and how okay, I was, wait, wait, okay, I, was, I defiantly why, okay, cut why, my hair. What is the thing about the, like, the covering? What does that mean? That depends on which church you go to. Right, let's take them all apart. Yeah. Do we need like a string? I feel like I feel like we need to take over. You can't see it if you're listening, but people who are watching the stream can see the wall that has like photos on it. We need to take over that wall and put some strings, but we're not going to because that's a lot of work. And we are two shots of tequila. If you were in in. my house in Roanoke, you would see that I've done this, not with string. There's no string on it, but it's note cards, and they're all color coordinated, and they all like. Or, like, it's this timeline of, like, when these books came out, when these magazines started, like, we just reviewed Above Rubies in this last episode. Like, all of it. Yeah. Um, and, like, when they came out, who started doing so what So it's like when. walking into, like, a detective's home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, people walk into my room and they're like, like what are you tracking? What are you, what are you tracking? And I'm like, <laughs> cult. <laughs> I'm going to have more tequila now. Yes. Sorry. This is, this is good. Um, okay, so... Which denomination did you grow up in, and what did they believe about hair? So my parents were non-denominational, which for those of you in the know, no is an actual denomination. It means Baptist without a boss. It means Baptist, and you can dance, and you can speak in tongues. Because Baptists don't believe in dancing or tongues. Because dancing, or sex leads to dancing. No, dancing leads to sex. No, no, dancing, if you're dancing, it means you've already had sex. Right. (laughs) Ballet was very, ballet was, like, I did ballet when I was a child, and it was a, 
like weird point of contention for a little while between my family and my grandparents who were Baptist. So my mom, But it was ballet, so it was solo, so it was fine. My mom, who grew up here in Oakland, um, was a ballerina and also did square dancing and Irish clogging and all this other dancing. And so she was like really into worship dance. Oh, which yeah. Talked yeah. About we have talked about episode. a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And so we could never really be Baptist. We yeah. believed everything the Baptists yeah, yeah. believed except for that, basically. Yeah. yeah. My parents wanted to have the freedom to like sway and move and like do the things. So basically everything After Baptist believes, chance. but like hippie, but without I drugs. You, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm like, if you can't see me, if you're not on the YouTubes, we are like we're, raising our we're hands. Raising our hands. We're like having a worship service yes. here. We're just like, oh. Yeah. You know. Feel the spirit. The spirit yeah. speaks to Jesus. Yeah. Which, like, oh, really... Father God. Oh, Father God. Oh, yeah. 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 What drugs were they on and why didn't they share? I mean, I think probably the original Jesus movement where people were probably tripping on us. Right. Like, I feel like they and had to And then everybody else had to just, just pretend like they did. Or maybe the worship team was tripping on LSD and nobody else. Canon. Had canon. I'm accepting it now. That's how that works. So. Okay. <laughs> Church just got way more interesting. This is why I wasn't allowed on the worship team as a kid because I, I wasn't, I was not okay with LSD. See. Problem solved. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay, so my church didn't believe in long hair or head coverings. My mom liked keeping her hair at a bob because it was easy to keep kids from yes. nursing it's children. It's very practical. No, really, her, her reason was nursing kids, if it's longer than this, they can pull. grab it. And yeah. she was like, I don't want that. That sucks. Yeah. So we're going to, like, not do that. Yeah. My father would always be like, She'd come home with a new haircut, and she'd be like, come here, what do you think? And he'd be like, hmm. Mm. It looks fine. Yeah. Or something like that. Because he just, like, he hated it short. And so me having my long hair was, like, his, like, alternative weird obsession. He right. Really Since your me mom to... wasn't listening to him, he could make you do it. He was like, oh, don't cut your hair. Yeah. And I was like, I just have to keep my dad happy. Whatever mm. I have to do to keep him happy. Yeah. So I didn't cut my hair. Yeah, my parents, like, it wasn't a church thing. My parents just have a strangely anarchist streak, actually. I wonder where you got it from. Yeah, I know. Weird, weird. I don't know where that came from. But, like, for being fascists, surprisingly anarchist. I'm sorry, that's a trigger <laughs> word. You can't use that here. Yeah. Sorry, that's a, that's a joke a from joke. earlier this weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so like, my parents didn't like pastors telling them what to do. Well, neither did my dad. That's why we never joined Bill the, the yeah. ATI and Bill Gothard That's stuff. exactly why we never went into ATI. Because uh, my dad didn't like people telling yep. him what to do yep. and he wanted to keep his electric guitar. Yeah. So my, my parents, like, we went to churches who didn't really care either way on the head covering thing. Mm-hmm. But my parents, for a short time, like, they kind of waffled back and forth on it. And they did believe in head coverings for a while. But the one thing that has remained throughout my entire childhood, or at least, like, after my parents went way right and conservative and religious, mm-hmm. um, was long hair. 
and they've waffled on whether or not Corinthians means long hair plus a covering or long hair is a covering. Right. So that's that's something that, like, we read the King James translation, and that's usually how people who read the King James translation interpret it. They assume long hair is the covering. There are other translations. Some of the language is apparently vague in the Greek, mm-hmm. where, like, hair and covering kind of get interchanged back and forth all the time. And so some people don't really know what it means. And so, like, when you have, like, really conservative Catholics or you have, like, Mennonites or you have um, Reformed Presbyterian, they'll wear head coverings because they believe that that is an additional requirement. And I think, um, you know, this this goes... There's a long history of, like, women being required to cover their heads as a way of, like... I think it's a shame over having periods. I think to go back to our last episode's conversation, like, there's a sense of, like... Uh, because you are bleeding, you're not allowed in the temple because you can bleed. You are an unclean being, right. potentially, and so cover your head in shame. Right, exactly. I think that's generally how it gets into And there was also a part of it that had to do with, like, like from my parents, because they're really into Jewish culture. They're like, oh, and, like, at some point it means, like, you're engaged if it's some color or whatever. We never really practiced that, but that was, like, a fun, like, fun appropriate it was an appropriative bullshit thing that my parents enjoyed yeah they do that yeah um so my parents waffled back and forth on whether or not long hair was enough and for a short period of time they believed that it was long hair in addition to a head covering Mm -hmm. uh so my mom and i also wore head coverings we tried to make all the girls do it but like they were children Mm -hmm. (laughs) and keeping things on kids heads is just not a fight worth I mean, having. I mean, to be I, honest, like, I have seen I have seen little girls wear head coverings and be fine. I have seen little girls yeah. wear head coverings and not be fine. Yeah, it just varies. It depends on the, on the kid. It, it depends on the kid. Yeah. So my parents were really like, if you want to do it, that's fine. But Mom after is you doing have your it. Period, you have to do it. They weren't that mandatory about okay. it for so me. So that was the way my it mom was, would have yeah. thought. She would be like, if you were doing this, and she was like, this is your decision. Yeah. This is how you interpret it. But if you're going to do it, this is the consistent way to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's after you have your period, then you yeah. have to do it. Yeah, for my parents, it was more vague. It was like, if you believe God is calling you to do this, then feel free. And I feel was... Feel free to be more legalistic than your parents right. at any given point. Yeah. But like, don't be less. Right. So my mom wore them, and I was like, well, I guess I feel convinced so I need to as well and then I did and then like she stopped wearing them because she was nursing and the kids were tugging at her hair and I was like well I'll just continue to wear it and then at some point I was like I don't really feel strongly about this anymore so I'm just gonna not and it was pretty low-key but the one thing I always had to have hair that was like not just to my shoulder but like to my shoulder blades because so that like covers the your middle tits. right exactly it has to cover your tits so when I was rebelling after they broke me and my ex up, uh, I cut my hair to like an inch above my shoulders, like that fall, and like that means that you have made it to second base. <laughs> and we had oh shit! <laughs> but I didn't know those were correlated. We should talk about that at some point because somebody was. Like the, okay, fine, let's just talk about it now. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about it now. Okay. Now is the time it's happening. Someone in my workshop tutorial was reading through my book. It was a chapter in my book. And I was talking about, like, where we were 
my my ex-husband and I in our courtship process of right. like exploring things and how we hadn't kissed for like a really long time. But we'd done a lot of other stuff. And basically we like had got, made it to second base before we made it to first base. And I think we did too. Because kissing is like more serious. Right. But tits are fine. Tits are fine. <laughs> they make food. Right. It's fine. <laughs> um, but we, but so one of these people in my class was like, you have to really make it clear, like the base thing, like this is important. And I was like, is it though? And I was, they were like, you know what it really is? And I was just like, okay. I don't know how this is important. Like, I, like, it's a good joke, but, like, I'm going to use it in my stand-up, not in my book. Right, yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know how that works. If you got to second base before first, write in and tell us. Yeah, is it important to note? I don't know. And do you think the bases analogy is, like, universal? Yeah. Because I feel like it's not that significant. Yeah. But anyway. I also, like, don't know, because... Also, like, you order know. of operations and stuff, like, <laughs> like you can is? have sex without doing any bases. Right? So, like... And, like, what is sex? How do you define sex? Like, anyway. All right. Good more tequila. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. That is a thing. Yeah. Um, if you are thinking that sex requires this, and I'm doing yeah. my penis and vagina hand gesture You're here... You're wrong. You are wrong. That was something that, like, I actually kind of had to deal with while I was married because I had vaginismus. So, like, penetration wasn't a thing. You were actually my first in- introduction to that concept, yeah. actually. We had this, like, extended conversation yeah. about it. And I was like, no, this makes sense. I like this. I like this idea. And then I've since um, dated several demisexual and or trans people. And, like, sex is what you make of it. Exactly. And I think it's, like, actually really interesting because I much prefer having sex with queer people than with straight people because it's, like, they're much more willing to leave that binary mm-hmm. behind. They're much more creative. They're much more, like, interested. It's in, like, so much more how fun. How do we have fun here rather than, like, get it in. Yeah, get exactly. It in. Yeah, honestly, my best sex has been with queer people. Mm-hmm. And, like, after, after my ex and I got past the, like, Sex is the penis in the vagina and you have to have babies, like, thing. I think it was way better because it was just about having fun and it wasn't this, like, stressful well, thing. because it's, like, actually a way to connect and it's a way to play because I, yeah. this is my big soapbox right now. Adults don't know how to play. Yes. This is why clubbing this is This is why I love D&D. This is why I love clubbing. Yeah. This is why I love dancing. And sex is also a way we play. Yeah. Because we're not wrestling with friends in the playground anymore. Right. This is the way adults do yeah. that shit. It's like, how can I make you feel good? I'm just following the sounds that you're, make, yeah. you're making. It's good. Yeah, anyway. it's great. Anyway. Sex so, is fun. <laughs> sex is fun. <laughs> <laughs> sex is not just penis and vagina. And if you're, if that's what you think it is, please expand. Try something Educate else. Educate yourself. There's so, so much more. Anyway. Okay, so hair covering. Hair. So... Your dad always dictated your hairstyle or your mom? Like, it was kind of both. Because I know it, like, usually comes from the dad. Yeah. So, like, my dad controlled my mom's hair and my mom controlled our hair. Uh Which is, this is something I realized in therapy literally two weeks ago. I was working this through. I was like, because my dad was, like, pretty ambivalent to... Like, us kids. Mm -hmm. And in my experience, my dad is way more lenient than my mom. And my mom is the one who upheld all of the rules 
that we needed to abide by. All of the, like, hair standards and modesty standards and patriarchal bullshit. Mm-hmm. That all came from my mom. And my dad and I were pretty close and pretty good friends and on kind of the same wavelength for a while. And he was the person who I went to for support. And he didn't really, like, he he didn't seem as authoritarian in my experience as my mom did. Interesting. But as an adult now looking back and working through this with my therapist, what I'm seeing is... My dad controlled my mom, and my mom controlled us to express her frustration at my dad controlling my mom. Ah, yeah, yeah. So you got a lot more, like, heavy-handed stuff with her. Yeah. But she was getting a lot more, like, manipulative Mm -hmm. power trip stuff with him. Yeah. So, like, my dad never let my mom cut her hair past her shoulder blades. Yeah. My dad never let my mom dye her gray out of her hair or do any kind of maintenance with her hair. Hair dye was a big thing at my house, too. So my mom, since my dad left, she's started dyeing her hair with henna. It's, like, really subtle. So she's got this, like, kind of reddish tint. Kind of like I've got. Yeah. Which, like, by the way, sorry to disappoint you guys, unless you are that man who asked me the other day in DSW if my hair was my natural color, and I told you, yes, it still is, but everybody else, <laughs> it's not. Don't ask me about my hair. I don't care. That's just obnoxious. Yeah. But it's out of a bottle, and I love it, and I have fun with it, and it's just for me. Yeah. It's something to distract myself and make me happy. Come to think of it, I never get asked if my hair is my natural color. No, <laughs> wonder it's why. it's bright fucking blue. But um, <laughs> my, people get confused about the red. So my mom dyes it, her hair a little bit like mine. Um, and it's this, her hair is naturally a little darker than mine. And she does this, like, henna rinse. Yeah. And she's so happy with it. She loves her hair. It's yeah. great. She had the strawberry blonde hair when she was younger. So this is, like, mm-hmm. you know, feels more natural to her. Um, but she never did it when she and my dad were together, and it's because he was very strongly against her dyeing her hair. He was also very against her wearing makeup. Yeah. So that's why, like, as a kid, I wasn't allowed to, you know, do much nail polish. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. Like, yeah, I remember getting one makeup. time, mm-hmm. I got pulled aside, we were at this family camp, and I was dehydrated, and my lips get really red when I was dehydrated, and, uh, or when I am dehydrated, and so I got pulled aside by my mom, and she was like, your dad's going to kill you. Like, wipe that off right now. And I was like, wipe what, what off? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> and my lips were just like this bright berry red, and it's because I was dehydrated. And she's like, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, my lips are just chapped. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't do anything. And she, like, scrubs at my face, and I'm like, no, nothing really, is nothing coming is off. coming off. This is just the color they are. And so... That was, again, like you're talking about the taking her taking out the frustration. She wasn't wearing lipstick. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to do. And my mom, like, I'll give her this. She, like, grew up in Berkeley in the 70s and 80s. Like, she doesn't really have that much interest in makeup <laughs> yeah. anyway. So some of it's just been her, like, cool, don't have to care. Mm-hmm. Hippie mother thing. But she also was being controlled. Yeah. And so she, you know, passed that on. So now when me and my siblings, like my sisters and I will like wear a lot of makeup and we'll do our hair colors and crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And my little sister who's 11 wants to dye her hair and I do it. Like my mother loves it and she's great with it because Aww. she like feels like, yeah, we yeah. can now. Like dad's out of the house and um, we don't have to like worry about him getting upset. Yeah. Here's another thing. My dad used to really 
never compliment me. Mm. So, um, I remember two times he complimented me about my looks. He, he complimented me a lot about my intelligence, which is, you know, part of why I am the way I am. Yeah. Um, but he, he gave me two compliments about my looks. One was I made myself this jumper out of this, like, um, heavy, almost denim kind of fabric. And it was, um, it was navy blue and I made a matching one that was like khaki. It was Mm. like, it was like homeschooled boy pants, but a jumper. Um, yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> and I would wear them with turtlenecks, which I hate. Oh I hate my turtlenecks. God. I've always I hated can't t- wear turtlenecks anymore. Like, I'm, I just, I can't deal with I've it. I've always hated turtlenecks yeah. I, since I was a little, little kid. I, my mom loved turtlenecks, and I was just like, no, please, no. No, I can't. No. I can't do turtlenecks. I can't do shit on my no. neck like that. So, um, <laughs> I, uh,. <laughs> I have like a really bad tangent. I'm gonna go off on. I'm not gonna do that here. Um, so I was wearing that with a white turtleneck, and my father comes out of his room and he like looks me up and down. He's like, "You look really classy," and I was like, "Thanks." Thanks. I think. And that was like the one compliment. The mm-hmm. other one was uh, a long time later. I had my hair in two braids. And he said, your hair looks really cute that way. Ah. And so I wore my hair in braids a lot when I was Um, in high school and college because I had gotten a compliment from my dad about that. And that's super fucked up. Yeah. That's super fucked up. Like, and, you know, this is, it's a kind of passive aggressive thing where it's like, you know, he's giving you the compliment as a way of like directing you away from whatever it was you did yesterday. Yeah. You know, he's giving you this like you know, positive feedback because he doesn't like the last thing you did. Mm. And so it wasn't a real compliment. Yeah. See, that was how my mom complimented me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my dad... My dad was actually really good at, like, giving pretty balanced compliments. Like, he would compliment me on, like, how I looked, but he would also compliment me on, like, being smart and being adept and being good at things. My mom was Marilla Cuthbert and still kind of is, and I love her for that. (laughs) Yeah. But she just, like, didn't do compliments. Yeah. My mom, my mom's compliments are what really kind of messed me up because Mm. her compliments were always kind of backhanded. Yeah. And this is why when people email me and are like, oh, thank you so much for taking leadership on this thing. You're so good at, like, doing these things. And I start panicking. You're like, does this mean I should stop? Does this mean I'm bad? Are you mad at me? Because I feel like this means you're mad at me. Should I stop what I'm doing? And I'm like, do I need to stop? Are you saying that I need to let someone else lead? See, for me, the thing that sets me off like that is when somebody's like, we need to talk. Can you oh, my me? God. Anytime anyone does it, I panic immediately. Like, like, you did that, and I was just like, oh, fuck. See? <laughs> See? They're like, I'm like, I know to... it's a joke, and I'm still no. like. <laughs> I love my, my old boss from Barnes & Noble. He used to call me on the intercom, or not the intercom, but, like, call me on the, yeah, yeah. like, he'd be like, hey, can you come up to the office? I need to talk to you. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry, or don't worry, nothing serious. Or like it's fine. Just I love it when people do that. It makes the world of difference. So I don't like sit there and be like. (laughs) This is what my this is what this is what my friend Jesse and I do to each other too. Is it's like we need to talk. It's fine, or we need to talk. It's this thing. It's like 
context so we're not freaking out because it's like for like hours and yeah. hours and hours yeah, yeah it's bad yeah but so yeah that's how it complements like our triggering requirements for like a meeting or triggering like yeah. these things like there's all these like backhanded subtext and i like the first time i applied for grad school i applied to a couple colleges because i wanted to study the linguistic power of that stuff um, it was all about like code switching and the subtext within, you know, fundamentalist Christian culture where like everything sounds fine at surface value and has like massive so moral, much subtext. moral implications oh on, in all God. of the layers. And I was like, I want to do like a sociolinguistic analysis of this and like how like right. these things can compel people to behave certain ways and they can say X made me do it yeah. and it did. But when you look at the text, it doesn't, the right. evidence isn't right. there. Right, yeah. I this really, is... really wanted to study that. I'm pretty happy I got where I en- ended up but instead. Yeah. But, like, that was really interesting to me and still is. This is something that I keep coming back to as well that I kind of touched on in the autostraddle piece I wrote about loaded language, but, like, that I keep wanting to go back and, like, put more into and just be like, this is, like, when when I see this, this is the thing I take from it because this is all of the subtext and this is, like... Subtext, well, but I'd it's like so to, much work. I'd like to put out <laughs> a call. Like, no. I've asked for this before on Twitter, and I don't know if anybody has this who's listening to this, but if you were a member of Covenant Life Church, which is the, the flagship mm-hmm. church of Sovereign Grace Ministries, and you have a copy of their 20th anniversary celebration set of skits, that church service, there's a DVD floating around that exists where they show all the skits that they did and they did a lot of skits at that church and a lot of drama oh, stuff. Oh man, skits. We should talk about skits sometime. <laughs> I was never part Jeez. of any of them and thankfully um, I was too busy babysitting kids. Yeah. Um, I, I got exempt from babysitting to do skits but this, they were very preachy. Oh my god, they're so bad. <laughs> so but um, so this, <laughs> this skit has like two women who are like, supposedly from Covenant Life. And then one woman who's, like, a normal secular person. And they're, like, hanging out after like <laughs> A normal secular. We are doing air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> secular means she is worldly. She's not a Christian. Right. Basically She's a, a sinner. person who lives not in this cult. Which I have to say, like, let me just add cult. on this. Fuck you, Covenant Life. You made that character a black woman. That's not okay. Oh, my God. That's so racist. Anyway, um, so in that skit... <laughs> everything is racist. Everything is racist. So that skit has, like, these people, like, code-switching for this woman. So these two women are, like, talking to each other, and the woman keeps butting in, being like, wait, what are you saying? What does that mean? And the, everybody's like, oh, that means this. Here, Ian, let me translate for you. In like, normal speak, this means this. Uh. And I'm like... That was my first introduction to code switching when I was, like, 14 when I saw that video. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah, we do this. And yeah. so I remember writing, like, at that moment, like, a, in my notebook, like, a lexicon of some kind, like, as a joke, which now I wish I had a copy of because I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure yeah. it's burned or something. It's gone. But, I, uh, man, we need to talk about that that language stuff. Yeah. But this whole, like, that that's what we did at the end of that verse, pas- that passage that we read where it's like, you know, basically, don't bring this problem up. Like, the the line is, if any man seems to be contentious, we have no such con- custom, neither the churches of God. And other translations say something like, you know, if you have a problem with this and you want to f- quarrel about it, like, 
don't do it in the <laughs> no. church. Don't do it in the church. Or something like that. Like, that's not godly. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's... Don't debate the matters of God in God's house. That is a command. <laughs> that statement is a command. It's a passive-aggressive yep. command. Yep. Like, these compliments... Like, these comments... Like, th- those braids look good. Your hair looks cute like that. Every single these, compliment I've ever gotten from my mother has always had a second meaning to it. There's some directive there. Yeah. It's so fucked up. And so, yeah, it's it's um, it's um really heavily loaded with this, like, do this, behave this way, repeat this thing that you've done because I'm giving you a compliment, so you must, like, repeat it. Yeah. And so it's just very intense to, like, figure out and parse and, like, how, what do they mean? What's sincere? Yep. What do I take seriously? Yep. Like, yep. and this it's plays into so the gaslighting. It's so hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the gaslighting. And then the gaslighting. And then the gaslighting. But, yeah, so I, too, you know, cut my hair in rebellion when I went to college. Mm-hmm. But it was sort of a just I wanted to do it. And I was like, well, Mom can do it. And she's not being told she's being unbiblical. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Umbilical. Umbilical. <laughs> umbilical. <laughs> she is umbilical. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to be not umbilical, and I cut <laughs> the cord, and I cut my hair, too. Good job. Thank you. I was, I was going to yeah. pull that one around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after, like, I cut my hair to, like, just above my, like, to my shoulders, which is very scandalous. And my parents, I, I was trying to piss my parents off, but instead they were like, oh, no, you're just, like, getting over your breakup. And I'm like... I'm still angry about that, and this is why I have, like, a shaved head and a blue mohawk. Anyway, mm. or it's not even a mohawk, it's just, like, a tuft. It's a tuft of blue hair. It's a, it is a tuft. You look like some kind of chicken. Yeah. Not, yeah. That's, when that's it, a like, kind of a compliment. It's like, it's like a coxcomb. Yeah, when it, gets, when it gets longer, what I do is I, like, pull it forward, and then it, like, curls, nice. and it has, like, this, it's like a low pompadour. It doesn't go up, it goes down. Yeah. But anyway. Very good. Yeah, I, like, pro- just progressively cut my hair shorter and dyed it more and more flamboyant colors. But, so, the rich, the original tweet that this whole conversation comes out of was talking about, like, Trump follower women having oh, yeah, the same yeah. haircut. And yeah. it's kind of that same thing, where it's yeah. like, yeah, you can't cut your hair, so it's always going to look l- luscious and long. Mm-hmm. And usually you can't dye your hair unless it's, like, yeah. blonde. Yeah, I remember when I got my hair dyed the first time, which was actually just before my 18th birthday, just before I left. Oh, really? I did. My my parents allowed me to get some natural oh, red you got highlights some red in there. put I remember in my hair. This. Yeah, yes. and that was the first time I dyed my hair. And the people who were dyeing my hair were like, "Oh my god, your hair is so good and so healthy." And I'm like, "Please." Please, please make it colorful. Please do something to it. Please mess it up. No, I remember I had a similar conversation with this woman when I first moved to Virginia where she, like, looked at my hair. Because at that point, I had, like, kind of similar to my natural color, but, like, with, like, some really bright blonde highlights because I just come out of Virginia. Uh, Sorry, out of California. And um, so I had, like, dark brown. I had some red because I had my mother's daughter, Mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of natural red in there. And then I had some blonde streaks. She was like, where did you get your hair done? And I was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And she's like, you didn't go get this in a salon? And I was like, no. No, I and was just was in like, the sun. <laughs> and she was like, people would pay so much money yeah, to yeah. have your hair. And I yeah. was, she was like, never dye it. And my dad was like, yeah, don't. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it's like it's like moments like that where yeah. it's just like this like accumulation yeah. of these like little comments that just like lead you to be like, cool, I can't ever do this because yeah. this is gonna fuck things up. If I like cut my hair super short, I got a pixie cut, and I remember being so nervous going home. For the first time, with a oh, pixie man. cut that I made a friend come with me. Yeah. Um, shout out to my friend Emily Wood, who was an angel. Oh, Mara was with me when I got my Aww. first pixie cut. It was wonderful. Well, nobody was with... I was alone when I got my first Aww. pixie cut, but but Emily came home with me Aww. when I came with my pixie yeah, cut. Yeah, that's good. And she was there like when my family saw me like that, and they were all like, oh, wow, your hair looks yeah. so good. And the best part of that day, actually, was that my sister, my baby sister, who's 11 now, she was like six at the time, five or six... She wanted a pixie, oh. just like me, and I'm usually the, the go-to for my family for giving haircuts. So she was, so I uh. gave her a pixie cut, uh. and my mom was like really into it and like really enthusiastic, and my father uh. was just like, mm. and he like didn't say anything. He like was silent and went upstairs to like go pout about it or something because she had like long blonde hair, yeah, and now she had like this like scruffy uh. Peter Pan style pixie like. Mary that was, Martin, Mary that was Martin like my Peter first Pan. pixie too. Was like kind of Peter Pan style. It was, it was so cute, it was so cute, and so good. Yeah, yeah. I got it done in Virginia when I was visiting Mara, and it was amazing. And I was just like, I, I had gone shorter and shorter. I'd like gone from shoulder length to like here mm-hmm. to like my chin bob kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I went down to Virginia for my like. 22nd birthday mm-hmm. and I got my first tattoo and I got my first pixie nice and I got my first hangover it was a good time it was a good it was time <laughs> get some pussy have yeah. some fun oh yeah god I had my first girl sex oh. <laughs> that was good it was we broke so many Virginia laws and it was so so yeah, by the way, if you are ever bored, you should really look at the sex laws in Virginia oh that God. are still on the books. I broke so many of you those You can't have once. sex with, like, either the lights on or off. I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was uh, one or the other. You can't have anal. You can't have, do cunnilingus. All this yeah, shit. Yeah, you can't, you can't do oral. We, I think, no, what it was is, like, I did oral with the lights on, and I broke, like, five laws. Yeah, you really, it's just, like, so many laws. Sorry, Virginia, not sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, Ken yeah. Cuccinelli. Yeah. <laughs> so he was the former was attorney general shit. of Virginia who was trying to get those laws reinstated like as active laws on yeah. the books at that point. But um yeah, so many good the times. The year I was 22 was a good year. I came out in a Were lot of ways. Were you feeling 22? I guess so, but I didn't know what that meant at the time. I'm so sorry Taylor's so yeah, just horrible. Know. I'm sorry. I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um 22 yeah. was the year before I got divorced, so it was not bad. The next year was shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, do we have anything else? Uh, I feel like we do. I, I feel like we probably we'll do. scroll down in the notes. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, we... we oh, okay, yeah, head coverings? No, we got it. We got it all. Yeah. All right. So if anybody has any questions, you can email us at kitchentablecult at gmail.com. Yep, and if you want to find our Patreon or our Twitters or our Mastodons, because I'm on the Flippy Elephant site, you can also find that at kitchentablecult.com. Everything is there. The episodes are there. Stalk us on the internet. Yeah. Join our Patreon because you get cool things. Send us your money so we can pay for our tequila. So you yes. get great episodes get like this. Good episodes and like also this. plane flights. So you can get better episodes like yes, this. Yes, because it would be cool to see each other in person more often. I know. Yeah. We're going to see each other twice this year, though. I know. I'm so excited about it. This I is know. a good year. This By is a like, good year. 
whatever it is that's aligned that we talked about two episodes ago is great. <laughs> Jupiter, I think it's Jupiter. Jupiter is happy. For me, it's my Saturn return. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, anyway, our, our our star charts are good this year, so please so help us better. keep them functioning. <laughs> I guess. Venmo us coffee because we're gonna be hungover tomorrow. And we will need it. I'm also making brunch. I love you. I need to get so I need to get shit for mimosas. So. Okay, so my Venmo is H A Edinger, and mine is M X Darkwater. I'm Please also send everywhere. Us your yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you've been with us this whole time, you're amazing. Holy shit. We have two people still left with us. Oh, one yeah. is just left. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we love you. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>